Okay, we're going to listen to some Billy Carson. There's some new stuff about... There's Jesus Thoth Double Identity. Posted eight hours ago. And then there's Thoth Enki in the Halls of Amenti. Let's listen to that one. Three days ago posted. How do you take 20,000 children in the middle of New York City without anybody seeing? They are being put into buses. They are given certain clothes. Some of them were taken out in boxes. You can call them crates. You can call them caskets of dead people. Although they were live children in there. I mean, we can talk about tunnels all we want. The non-believers will say, where is the proof? When I go into the tunnels, I can't take my phone. And if you're going to do it, the psychopaths will eliminate you. So some pictures I saw that are real, and I was surprised to see them. But there are many children down there. Yes. But they're not in the main rooms. They're in the hidden rooms within the walls of the tunnels. Do you have an idea of the number of children that we're talking about? It's huge. It's numbers you can't comprehend. Shit. Disclosure. What's up? What's up? Billy Carson here, aka Forbidden Knowledge. And I'm going to talk today about the halls of a mentee. Okay? The halls of a mentee. Rejuvenate. Incredible, incredible um, topic in the animal tablets. All right? Incredible topic. Now, according to Thoth, these halls of a mentee is a rejuvenation chamber system where they would go to rejuvenate their bodies. I talked a little bit about it last week, but Thoth said 100 times 10 if I ascended into the path that led me to the halls of Amenti. Right? And he leaves each body in there for 100 years. He's done 100 times 10. So 100 times 10 and plus 100 years in between each body that he's jumping into. And these are his own bodies, not anyone else's bodies. He's not, he's not a body snatcher. But what's incredible is he transfers his consciousness from one body to the next. While one body is sitting in there for 100 years, he's running around in a different body. Then he comes back and he transfers into another body. Well, and he rotates these bodies out. Same thing with E.I. Enki, same thing with Enlil, Anu, and all these other people. They had this advanced technology according to these ancient tablets, not according to me. So I'm going to read from the uh, Emerald Tablet number two a little bit here and break a few things down. All right. Emerald Tablet two. Deep in Earth's heart lie the halls of Amenti, far beneath the island of the sunken Atlantis. It's beneath Atlantis, okay? It's beneath Atlantis. Now, there's several halls of Amenti, and the clue to this is in this particular tablet, he's talking about a halls of Amenti underneath Atlantis. And in another chapter or another tablet, he's talking about the halls of Amenti underneath the Great Pyramid. There's also another Halls of Amenti in the vicinity of the pyramids at Giza. And I know exactly which one it is. It's at Saqqara, which I'll talk to you about in a minute. Deep, deep in Earth's heart by the Halls of Amenti, far beneath the island of the sunken Atlantis. Halls of the dead and Halls of the living. See? Halls of the dead and Halls of the living. These chambers are holding bodies 
that are quote unquote dead. They're not really dead, dead, but they're in, in a rejuvenation stage, okay, according to Thoth. And some of them have been rejuvenated and walk amongst men. He says, We walk amongst men, but unlike a man. They could be sitting next to you in a movie theater. They could be on you, sitting by you next, next to you on an airplane. They could be walking down the street, right past you in a shopping mall or walking a dog in your neighborhood, and you wouldn't even know it was them. He says, halls of the dead and halls of the living, bathed in the fire of the infinite all. The fire which we talked about last week is the eternal fire, same fire that Yeshua, a.k.a. Jesus, talked about in the Bible. It's the fire of the infinite all. It's the fire which is, represents eternal life. And in here, he's talking about the fact that these bodies have the spirit of the eternal life in them, even though some are rejuvenating and some are walking amongst men. Are in a pastime, lost in the space-time, the children of light look down on the world. Seeing the children of men in their bondage, bound by the force that came from beyond, knew they that only by freedom from bondage could man ever rise from the earth to the sun. What is he saying here? Far in a pastime, we're talking about eons ago, lost in the space-time. He's talking about a time that's existing outside of this dimension. We're talking about beings that are looking in from a different dimension. He said the children of light looked down on the world. Seeing the children of men in their bondage, what is our bondage? We're in bondage right now. We're in bondage by racism, separation, division. We're in bondage by matrix of financial systems. We're in bondage by the prison system. Bondage by, uh, you know, all of these different systems that exist, religious systems uh, that have kept us mentally bondaged. So we have all this bondage that we're in right now, and they've been looking at this for eons. But he said that, but they're talking about the fact that they had an interest in trying to free us or help nudge us in the right direction. But knew they that by only freedom from bondage, in other words, once we can overcome this, all these matrices that we're encased in and, and completely absolved in, we could now rise to, from the earth to the sun. If we can't get out of bondage, this mental bondage and physical bondage, we will never rise. Introducing the FilterSorb Whole House Water Conditioner, a complete home water filtration and conditioning system by Purigan Water. Calcium and magnesium are healthy minerals found in your home's water supply. However, when these ions are heated, they can wreak havoc on your home, causing hard water and scale buildup in your pipes and appliances. In the past, traditional salt-based water softeners have been used to soften water. However, these systems require a lot of maintenance, waste thousands of gallons of water, and the sodium can damage your home over time. This is why we've created a salt-free system that requires no bulky tank, uses no electricity, and wastes no water, while providing clean, conditioned, great-tasting water throughout your home. Here's how it works. When water enters the system, it will travel through two carbon block filters, which will remove up to 99% of chlorine from the water, as well as any other harmful contaminants. 
After the water is purified, it then enters the third stage, which contains the filtersorb sp3 media, where it undergoes a process called nucleation-assisted crystallization. As the water passes through the filtersorb media, calcium and magnesium is transformed into harmless nanocrystals on the surface of the filtersorb sp3 beads. Once these crystals are formed, they are very stable and unable to form scale. As these crystals flow through your water system, they will begin removing any existing scale buildup, unblocking even the toughest hard water scale from your pipes and appliances. Furthermore, because our system is neutralizing the hard mineral ions instead of removing them, it will provide you and your family with the cleanest, purest, and most delicious mineral water you've ever tasted. Most importantly, when you purchase the Filtersorb Whole House System, you will also receive lifetime servicing at no additional cost, which guarantees that your system will always be working at peak performance, and you will never pay for a service call for as long as you own the system. For more information or to schedule a free in-home consultation, contact Pure Again Water today and give your family the gift of clean, healthy, great tasting water. Man, I wish I had 750 donuts like this sign says. It says $750, not donuts. What if each donut cost a dollar? I hate that you're kind of right. Switch to Progressive and you can save hundreds. Rise. In other words, what is rising from the earth to the sun? They're talking about rising to a golden age, rising to the light, seeking the light, becoming, eventually becoming the light. Talking about a golden age. According to Thoth, according to Thoth, only free-thinking individuals using their own conscious thoughts can be capable of rising up to a higher level of consciousness. He says, down they descended and created bodies. He's talking about these beings of light. He says, down they descended and created bodies. They didn't steal bodies. They created bodies. Taking the symbols of men as their own. In other words, looking like us, talking like us. But not quite us. Like I said, you can be sitting next to you in a movie theater. You can sit next to you on an airplane. You can be in line with you at the grocery store, walking your dog down your neighborhood, driving down the street. It could even be on social media. But you'll never know. Masters of Everything said, after forming, we are they who were formed from the space dust. Partaking of life from the infinite all, living in the world as children of men, like and yet unlike children of men. Let me read that to you again. We are they who are formed by the space dust, partaking of life from the infinite all, living in the world as children of men, like and yet unlike children of men. When they say we are they who are formed from space dust, we're talking about 
Anything that exists in the third dimension is formed from space dust, including you and me. Because without space dust, no human being can exist. Space dust from exploding stars that have exploded millions of years ago. The stars, when they begin to use up a lot of the, uh, deplete a lot of the nuclear fusion, they then become depleted to a point where they actually supernova. And when they go supernova, because the amount of force, the gravitational force pushing down on the core, uh, because there's less uh, nuclear reaction going on, there's less force pushing away from the core. So that balance that sustains this fusion is gone, and the star goes collapses and goes supernova. So it implodes and explodes. And the fusion of those uh, heavier elements go out into space. And then those elements, they'll recoalesce in creation disks, accretion disks, I'm sorry, accretion disks, which you still call them creation disks because accretion disks create. And a lot of those heavier elements are in each and every one of our bodies, allowing us to become a corporeal entity that can house a spirit. So all of us are space dust. So they, they know this and they're saying, yeah, we use the space dust to create these corporeal bodies. Partaking of life from the infinite all, partaking of life from the divine spark, in other words, allowing our corporeal bodies that we created now to, uh, to, to house our divine energy, our divine spark, so that we can animate them and we can walk amongst men, but unlike men. During later ages, the ego of those passed into the bodies of men in the manner described in the tablets. As such, he incarnated three times in this one epic called the, the Emerald Tablet of Hermes. And his last being known as Hermes, the thrice-born. That's what the Greeks knew him as. See, they knew him that he had incarnated three times at least. So there's an initiative at this project called the 2045 Project. This is being done in Russia. It's 2045.com, 2045.com, and where they're now experimenting on this ancient technology on how they can do that now today. It's called 2045, 2045 is the name of the project. And the main goal of the initiative, as stated on the website, 2045.com, is to create technologies enabling the transfer of an individual's personality to a more advanced non-biological carrier. They've already done this with an animal. They took a monkey and they transferred its consciousness into a computer. The body of the monkey is dead the monkey's living now inside of this computer holographic world. It thinks it's still alive. Their goal was that by uh, 2015, they would like to create and supply the world with affordable Android avatars that will be controlled by a system that links people's brains with computers. We know that's happening right now with the Neuralink, but they've already done this and it been became, then it became militarized. In 2020 to 2025, this is where we are now with, the, with that project, they would like to create an autonomous life support system in which human brains can be taken out of the body and kept alive while being linked to a robotic avatar. The hope is that a person whose body is failing them can live a full life. 2045project.com. Where do you think they're getting this idea and these concepts from? They're getting it from the Emerald Tablets. 2030 to 2035. 
The group at 2045.com wishes to create immortality by building a computer model of the brain that allows human consciousness to be transferred into the artificial carrier, giving everyone the possibility of cybernetic immortality. It's an agency of the United States Department of Defense responsible for development of emerging technologies for use by the military. According to Sebastian Anthony of Extreme Tech News, the avatar goal is to work on interfaces and algorithms that enable a soldier to effectively partner with a semi-autonomous bipedal machine and allow it to act as a soldier's surrogate. Apple wants to develop the walking equivalent of an unarmed aerial vehicle, a bipedal robot drone, where the controlling soldier is hundreds or thousands of miles away from the front. In other words, they're in a bunker somewhere, and they're consciously linked with this field robot or field drone, and they're literally controlling it with their conscious thoughts. And that way, if the drone or the soldier gets destroyed, the actual physical living soldier is still alive just because a symbiotic link is disconnected. All right? It's the DARPA program. It's called the Avatar Project. It's in my book, Compendium of the Emerald Tablets. You see, this movie, Avatar, and all this stuff, it's all ancient. It's, all, it's already been done. It has already been done. They are 300 years ahead of us, us meaning civilians of the world, them meaning the governments and militaries. Their technology is 300 years ahead of us. Like I said before, whatever you can think, whatever you can dream up from any sci-fi movie you have ever saw in your life has already been done. Effectively, too, not just tested, but actually accomplished and done and actually can be put to use. And some are being put to use without our uh, knowledge of it, with no congressional oversight whatsoever. All these black budget projects, most of these UFOs that are flying around are not UFOs. They're IFOs, identified flying objects, were made by private corporations that are funded by the Pentagon. Don't connect the dots. There's so much knowledge and wisdom in the ancient past. There's so much incredible information that has um, eluded us because a lot of us just refuse to ask the questions. The questions of how does this connect? Where did this come from? Why are these people doing this now? When you see, when you see new technology uh, being quote unquote invented, the first thing I do is say, okay, where did I see, where did I read about this technology or something similar in ancient texts? Where do you think these people are going to get the ideas for this, um, uh, for these different, you know, texts that are coming out, all this technology that's coming out? They're going to ancient texts to get it. They are literally going to ancient texts to get it. Okay. Um, and that's how they're coming up with this stuff, you know? That's how they're coming up with it. They're going to ancient texts. Even the WMDs were talked about, um, you know, in the uh, Sumerian tablets. What are the odds of that? WMDs in Sumerian tablets? And where did they go to get the revenge? They went to Samaria, which is Iraq. <laughs> and what did they go there to do? 
the first place that they showed up um, was to the uh, the museum, Saddam Hussein's museum. That was the first place that they showed up. Okay, and they literally blew off the blew open the doors to the lower levels of that museum. How do I know this? Well, my friend was there. He was actually serving in the military at the time. I posted some of the pictures he gave me in my Anunnaki history group on Facebook, and people went crazy. They went to a museum and took things out of a museum, artifacts, not not WMDs as in, you know, bombs or whatever. They took artifacts out of there is what they did, all right? And uh, they also then left there, and they went to um, the ziggurat of Ur. And inside the ziggurat of Ur, they found something. They found something that looked eerily similar to the giant disc that's in the movie Stargate. Um, and uh, they took that out of there. They put that, my friend said he saw them put it on the back of a double-wide Humvee. And threw a, they threw a tarp over it, over it, and it drove off, and he never saw it again. <laughs> 